Before we begin today's episode, we have to give our patron, patrons over at Patreon a quick shout. We have Aperba, Rock the Green, Hanson Screen Printing, Lauren L, Paul Campaneshi, Andy Herbrandt, Eric Sari, and Kelby Goodman. Thank you guys so much for keeping the lights on and uh, keeping this thing churning and burning. Eric, cue up that intro. Hey, welcome to the Wisconsin Drunken History Podcast. We are your hosts, Eric Sturgeon. And I'm Russell Sari. This podcast is about all things Wisconsin, history, music, culture, and beer. Although we don't often use strong language, the content is not intended for young audiences, so listener discretion is advised. If you love the bluegrass music you hear in this intro, please check out Dang It's from Madison, Wisconsin by visiting their website, dang-its.com. Now on to the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Wisconsin Drunken History Podcast. We are your hosts, Eric. And I'm Russ. And uh, hey, this is your weekly dose of the Dairy State. Never forget that. We're bringing you a little chunk of Wisconsin every single week. Oh, yeah. And uh, hey, today is no different. We uh, definitely could be discussing... Uh, something a bit odd, uh, but it, it felt like it needed to be discussed. It was kind of that elephant in the room. Uh, and we needed to dive into it just a little more. And uh, the hometown where the Barbie doll's origin story starts. Not something that you would think two, uh, two no. punk rockers would be talking about, but We had hey, to do the investigation we work, right? We're here, and, and, uh, and, and so is Barbie. So we got to talk about it. So... Uh, we will be diving into that, and uh, hey, we may have heard about it, but uh, wanted to find out a little bit more about this fictional town uh, and see exactly how this lines up with Wisconsin, and and uh, uh, does it have, you know, like a, a dive bar with regulars? Is there a bait store, a supper club? I mean, we're really getting in there. Oh, yeah. um, so, <laughs> as always, you know, we, we stress this a lot. We say, hey... Go to our website and stuff. All the same stuff. If you could leave us a review, like, subscribe, uh, Apple Podcast and oh, Spotify. Yeah, uh, hit up our website. Become a Patreon subscriber. Buy some merch on our T Public link, WisconsinDrunkenHistory.com. Uh, that's where you can find all of that. Today we are featuring some really great Wisconsin. We've music. had them on in the past, but this new single is and amazing. That's the thing is we don't we don't often you know double back, but like. Whenever they, whenever a band that we that we know of uh, that we featured in love, if they come out with another single, I mean, dude, we are we definitely going to feature. Oh we yeah, and this to. one is just incredible. Yeah. And so, the, yeah, the band is Seesaw. Yeah, we Seesaw, had, and they're like the nicest. They toured with Not a Surf. Oh my god, I which love, is great. I love another Seesaw. band. I love Not a Surf. Another band. One that we of my love. favorites. So uh, we're featuring music from Seesaw today, Madison-based, uh, another beer review, of, of course. course, another edition of How Many Locos. Ah! Uh, hey, honestly, like I said before, if you could quickly you know, head over to our website, give us a review. Yeah, and we, we always hate the hound, but really we only have like 37 on Apple Podcasts, but we're getting thousands of listens, so it would be nice if, yeah. if all 1,000 of you... Or four thousand of you. Sometimes some episodes. Yeah. If you, all four thousand of you could go and give us a five star, or at least give us a review and tell right. us what you think. Couple minutes out of your day, huge help to us. Yeah. So definitely do that. I mean, like we said too, you could buy our merch. You can hit up Patreon, become a two or five dollar subscriber. Oh, heck yeah. uh, really does help. Uh, but let's. I mean, let's just jump in. I mean, this is weird. Uh, but Barbies, man, Barbies. 
Yeah, so um, I mean, I never really played at Barbies, but I did have GI Joes who uh, would whip grenades in the Barbie house and uh, do some explosions and yeah. raid. My cousins weren't happy. My girl no. cousins probably don't like me to this date because of the damage I've done. Dude, you did some GI damage. Oh over yeah, there. and we all know the doll we're talking about today, Barbie. Um, you know, with the incredible fashion and um, you know, kind of her nice style, you wouldn't really think of her as a Wisconsin girl. Maybe Chicago girl, right? I was thinking more of maybe, fib. maybe you know, maybe would, maybe she you know was born in Wisconsin and then as she uh, wanted to uh, branch out with her her good looks and her and her ability to be you know this businesswoman, she heads to Chicago because that's where you're gonna find you know the the actual maybe. world where where she's you know able to to make a living for herself. Well, let's dig in. So the fictional town where she comes from is actually called Willows, Wisconsin. Now, there is a Willow, Wisconsin, who was known to be slow uh, counting votes during this current election. Do you remember that? They are in the news for uh, being a little slow on the vote count. Yeah. People were getting frustrated. Yep. But this is not the town where Barbie hails. The real Will- Willow is your typical Wisconsin small rural community. It is actually kind of near um, a kind of a cool little place. And when you're traveling um, uh, down 58 or on NN there, you're going to pass through this little town called Willow. And it actually has a population of about 500 people. So I just wanted to state that there is a Willow. Yeah, there She's is from Barbies from Willows. There is a true Willow, Wisconsin, yeah. So many people believe that Barbie actually hailed from Malibu, or as commonly known, the Malibu Barbie, the anorexic injection-molded doll. But let's do a brief history on the doll, as I don't want to get too deep into the history. Just a little yeah. bit of briefness of it. Barbie, as her shortened version, is actually Barbara Millicent Roberts and originally was an 11-inch doll and was introduced by the Mattel, and Co- Mattel Corporation yeah. on March 9th of 1959. The California-based toy company was started by Ruth Handler, who confounded the company alongside her husband, Elliot. The doll is actually modeled after a doll that was available in Germany called the Build Lily doll, which is actually a gag gift for men who were like, based on a cartoon um, that was in the newspapers at the time called the wow. Build Zeitung. German. Right there. Is that my terrible German? And what what year around was that? Um, it was like in the early fifties. Western Germany had okay. it was like after post war. Yeah, post war they had like a comic book cartoon character. Okay. And uh, so because of that, later they would add things to the line, like Ken in nineteen sixty one to kind of just add into their line. Right. And uh, Barbara and Ken are actually named after the handler's children. Okay. Is- yeah, that's interesting. I didn't know that. Later, adding more to the line, like her friend Midge in 1963, 1964, the little sister doll, Skipper. And the doll was always sparked controversy due to the unrealistic body image type, and that's always been ongoing. It, yeah, and, and I think that they've done, not to, not to tangent too much, but I think they've done a really great job at uh, being way more uh, inclusive. I th- and yeah, and they're making them kind of normal now, like they very have ones diverse. that like handicap. And yep. yeah, it wasn't until the 80s where they actually had a color doll, which was a big issue, because, you know, like African-American kids wanted to play the Asian-American kids, but there wasn't and, one available for them. And, you know, let let you know children decide which one they want to play with they don't have to necessarily it's important to have a a a doll that that looks like you for sure oh yeah you want to be represented exactly sure because otherwise i'm sure that there were definite uh little little children who were like well why why are the why do these all look different than me yeah exactly am i am i wrong you know and, and i think it's very important uh for that development to have uh dolls and 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 uh things that look like you know, you exactly. and, and to really represent every single uh, branch of, uh, of, of human, you know, life. But 
The other thing is, hey, if your kid wants to to play with, you know, a a a Barbie of a different color, let them. I think it's absolutely oh, important yeah, for it's sure. A, it's amazing what what Barbie has done uh, and the Mattel Corporation or whoever produces it still uh, to at least be inclusive and uh, and they're 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 moving with the times. Yeah, and I mean, even with the controversy that they have had in the pa- the past, it's calculated that Mattel actually sells two Barbies around the world every second. God, Isn't that is just amazing. Insane? That's incredible. So let's get into. And they're not we, cheap. No, not really. And let's get into the uh, t- fictional town Willows, Wisconsin. What we know, though, not a lot of known, thanks to Milwaukee Record, who I referenced in this um, episode, yeah. did the massive portion of the research for us. Great publication. As, as I'm not going to actually uh, watch the movies to find out, but if you want to watch the Barbie movies, all to you guys. Yeah, yeah. We're not. Hulu, we're not Netflix and all that. Yeah. So in in my imagining of this i'm thinking there's a quick trip in town uh possible strip club two dive bars on the square culver's possibly a fleet farm on the edge of town eric what are your thoughts yeah before i think we get it's into a, it? i think it's a quick trip with a quick strip behind it oh you gotta have quick strip yeah and uh the men's nards yeah, men, yeah, men's not the, the old uh, male dance uh, yep. station there uh yeah i think you know like you said uh i think it's a smaller town i think they do have you know that that outskirts you know a uh, quick trip and then they also probably have a really nice uh, diner where the, you know, all the older ladies are still working and they're kind of giving oh, yeah. you shit when they're giving you your eggs and stuff. And uh, the same regulars inside the same regulars, newspaper, shops. everybody's oh, yeah. reading, you know, and uh, and everybody knows uh, each other and everybody's in each other's business. Hey, did you hear what fucking Jane did the other day? <laughs> Stupid bitch. Bill was whacking off in the yeah. barn. I saw him. Yeah, that gross, gross <laughs> yeah. Bill. He's oh, yeah. always playing with Just himself. Just talking. Just scratching, gripping, and ripping. It's be, he's being weird, and then somebody who you know <laughs> just drinks too much. And I think oh, that yeah. it's a, it's definitely that. You town. think that's the town you're thinking here? Yeah. So I have not watched the videos, and uh, this is some hot news we're talking about here. Thanks to Milwaukee Record for doing the research for us Fire. and watching the movies, guys. So the first thing we know about the town is that it was founded by the founding fathers of Willow. This was a group of both men and women who, to make this a kind of a story, hid a treasure amongst the town. There are information plaques around the city that hold some kind of hint to where the treasure is located. And one of the plaques in the movie supposedly opens up to show an underground tunnel that leads to a cave, which inside has an underground lake in a vault. So, uh, so far, probably not holding up, even though there are a lot of hidden treasures in Wisconsin. A ton. I've been wanting to do episodes on them just to see if someone else can find them. Because there's there's a few, uh, there's a Jean Nicolay one that's supposedly like millions of dollars in gold. It's never been found. Yep. Yep. So the next thing we know is that Willows, of course, is known for its abundance of willow trees. The legend says that all of the willow trees were descendants of just one willow that lied in the town. In Wisconsin fashion, they did get creative with the festival, uh, which kind of seems like every festival in really Wisconsin to me. Like if you have a town like they have like Sausage Fest or like Cheese Fest, you know, right. it's just called Willow Fest. So like that's that's definitely a Wisconsin, right? Like I could see that Willow yeah. Festival. Um, with what is available, we actually can't be 100% sure she was born there, I guess, based on all the movies. But the story goes that from there, her family moved to Malibu with her youngest sister, Chelsea, was an infant. And uh, sounds like a quitter to me and like their family may not have been able to handle the uh, brutal Wisconsin winners here. Yeah. And like all cartoons and characters, there are pothole failures, obviously, because it is also said that she attended Willows High School and was a school cheerleader, of course, right? Well, and that, <laughs> yeah, right. That, and, that just has to play into that whole... Yeah, narrative. Exactly. And her grandmother supposedly still lives in the quaint farmhouse on the outskirts of town. 
So that's just a little bit. Right. So the town itself, from what we do know from uh, the people who did the research and watched these movies, that there is a museum, a dance studio, an ice cream shop, and a city hall where the Mayor Jenkins is the mayor currently. Great. Yeah. And there's a clock tower and a willow-shaped fountain, which is kind of the lining um, besides. And you, you can't really see a ton of what's going on. But it does appear to be like a historic downtown being made of bricks. There's bike paths running through it. So this is kind of lining up, right? Um, but there is no dive bar that we could see. Like, Unfortunately, there is. Yeah, yeah, maybe there is, but I didn't see it. Like, and I guess the Milwaukee record didn't see it. So, And so, I don't know. Things aren't really matching up for me. But uh, if, you're, if the listeners want to do some discovery on their own, um, please let us know if we missed any of the details about Willows, Wisconsin. Maybe you have some information. But that Maybe is, you're from there, or maybe you have family that's there, and, and, and you can give us a little more insight here. Yeah, exactly. And Barbie, did the toy maker, did make a, a series called the Willows, Wisconsin series dolls. I wonder if, I mean, do any of our listeners have this maybe, series? They, maybe they do. I mean, there's a ton of collectors out there. I mean, they kind of make us look like country bumpkins a little bit, the way that they like kind of dress her up. Are I they, mean, what are they? Does it come with a, a double wide? Uh, yeah, right. And missing teeth and, uh, <laughs> and a meth problem? Or what does it do? But in this series, it, uh, <laughs> the doll did come with like a cocktail dress, which is perfect for supper clubs here in Wisconsin. And old school cover-up swimsuit, obviously the one piece, you're not seeing anything kind yep. of swimsuit. But her main outfit was um, the picnic outfit, which had a cherry logo blouse and blue jeans and mid shin capris. Ooh, I would say scandalous. Like, I would say this is like kind of like not super Wisco, but I was thinking they should have came with a Rogers jersey, cheese hat, uh, cooler full of David, cooler full of David Grubers. Um, yeah, what yeah. else? Um, Some ice down David Grubes, a package of Clement sausages, and a, oh yeah, heck yeah. Um, That's what I was thinking. Yeah, pocket flask, that kind of yeah. shit. But thoughts, Eric, what do, you, what do you think about this? So, I mean, we don't know a lot about Willows, but yeah. we know that Barbie did come from Wisconsin. So. And I know I know that the, the collector stuff is uh, huge for the Barbies. And uh, I know uh, a long time ago, my aunt took uh, my sister and I and my cousin to one of those Barbie collector uh, uh, expos in Chicago. And... Uh, and, and, you know, my mom gave us like, you know, 40, 50 bucks to be able to spend on something yeah. if we found some. I was kind of into like the Ken dolls. I, I grew Just up with my sister. Just to be able to play with your sister, right? I was, you know, I, we, we had brothers growing up, but they were not living in the same house as us. So I grew up very close to my sister and, uh, you know, you got to try to make it work. If that's what she wants to play, then that's kind of what you got to go with. And like you said, I would add the GI Joe thing and yeah, but the just Ken to dolls make it more decent. manly, like just add a yeah. little testosterone and tanks and grenades and, but I know guns. I definitely had the, um, Oh man, a classic movie replica version of, um, uh, of, of a Barbie, uh, God, I, I can't remember. Um, I know my mom has some collectible shoes. I think yes. she has like a Harley one. I think she has yep. like Wizard of Oz. Yeah, see, some other I ones. think one of one of one of the ones that we got that day was either Wizard of Oz or uh, or like a Disney type Barbie. And then, the, like I said, the one I got was like uh, um, it, a classic like fifties or forties movie uh, a, a remake of a Barbie. And, and, and I mean, it just was really cool. The problem is they're expensive to start and then you know the the collecting takes years like decades uh for them to become really worth anything yeah i know so, one of my favorite characters i was well, have you ever seen the movie blade runner i had a blade oh, runner yeah. like a blade runner yeah, doll uh, uh um 
Harrison Ford, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the original one where he had the trench coat and stuff. So I had a, yeah. I had a Harrison Ford doll. I think it was probably my dad's or my uncle's. It was old, but yeah. I used to play with that one all the time with my cousin Cassandra. Yeah. And uh, I know it's it's really sad now because uh, my stepdaughter like is out of that age where she plays with dolls, but I used to right. enjoy, actually enjoy playing dolls with her. Now she's 12. It's like, no more. It's over. It's, it's really sad. And she's got sad. a real like Billie Eilish kind of vibe. You oh know. yeah, Layla does now. Yeah, she's totally like really cool. Yeah, she's a cool kid. She's very cool. But I, I it just miss playing dolls with her. You yeah, know, sometimes it's it's hard. Though, there like, is that precious up. age where you can uh, you know really enjoy kind of the the you know just the 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 fun of of pretending. I yeah, love exactly. I love kids have that that uh, that ability still at that uh, in those in those younger ages to still pretend and not be so jaded by the fucking world, you know. Do, do you remember like being a kid though like how much how awesome it was when your parents would come with like a toy in the box? Like Oh yeah. Oh my god. You were just like it's like an excitement I haven't felt in years, you know? Like you're just so happy like a $5 toy was like the best thing. Well, and I remember uh so it, and this is a little bit of a, a a story that's almost unrelated, but similar. You know, you, um, I'm sure everybody has had that opportunity to to get a brand new fresh Barbie or Ken in the oh, packaging. Yeah, sure. For me, I remember the the greatest one of the greatest days of my life was so uh, the Packers had just won uh, the Super Bowl '97, and uh, they they had the cool New Orleans style hat because they had won it in oh, Louisiana, yeah, right. and New Orleans, yeah. and. Uh, my my mom came home with a bunch of the cool new Super Bowl gear, awesome, and then also came home with a bunch of the new Star Wars uh, remake stuff oh, because nice. they were all teasing that hey, a new Star Wars is coming out. Star Wars Episode One, fan or uh, what was it, Phantom of the Menace? I think is the first one. Phantom Menace, I yeah, think or something. yeah, yeah. And so they they were bringing out all the old stuff again uh, from cool. you know Mattel or whoever it was. And they so they were re repressing and remolding like old Luke Skywalker ones. No, with, wait, like the seventies molds. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They brought those back again. Did you see those? Yeah. I even. I mean, I, it's unfortunate I have to go to the toy aisle pretty much with the kid yeah, all the oh, time yeah. just to kind of keep them chill while we're shopping. You know, I get them one little thing and it and, keeps them busy the entire time. And you can time. find the cheaper stuff. Yeah, though. for sure. But yeah, no, it's so cool. They're remolding the old seventies X Men toys too. I know I'm freaking getting nerdy. Here, oh, I'm but really into X Men. It was super cool when I was a kid. I was so into X Men, like comics, X Men like, and Power Rangers. Oh, were Power like Rangers, the like, deal, dude. Back I then, I know. I mean, it's sad because all that stuff's gone now. When I was a kid, we gave a lot of it away to like, yeah, I would, donated most of my stuff. But I would be super interested too if if any of the listeners could write in and and tell us. What was some of the stuff uh, toy wise that you guys played with? Yeah, uh, and and we're super excited about. I had a, a really cool uh, Terminator Two Judgment Day oh, John sweet. Connor doll. No way! Cool. With the with a motorcycle. That's awesome. And I used to I used to be obsessed with that thing. So I, it was like a really obscure cartoon, but one of my favorites was Bucky O'Hare toys. Oh yeah, Bucky it O'Hare. It was super weird, but like I had so many Bucky O'Hare toys. That was like my go to. Ninja Turtles yeah, and Bucky O'Hare were like the two coolest biker toys. mice from Mars. Oh, I remember that too. Yeah, yeah dude. heck yeah. Him and uh, bi- biker Freaking mice from Vinny, Mars. And, dude, I had a Vinny with a bike. Oh, and the, and yeah. the Bucky O'Hare stuff was super cool. It was so cool, like the frog toad soldiers and stuff it was just cool but i don't want to get too geeky on you guys but if you want to share some of your favorite childhood yeah. toys we'd love to see what you guys got and uh eric you want to move us on to our music segment? we've got a great one today oh yeah all right so today's music again uh we are featuring a new single from a band that we have featured before uh this is seesaw and they are from madison area just amazing indie a duo group. oh my god two- a duo from madison that just puts down some 
fucking vibes. Oh man. my god! Like the Good. one we featured was the Godzilla of my heart, yeah. which was just an amazing song too. But this was a new one, and I heard it. I'm like, we gotta feature this song. It's freaking incredible. And it's incredible. It's it's hooky. It gets caught in your brain right away. You're whistling it. You're singing it. Uh, I absolutely love it. I love the concept. Her uh, voice is like beautiful yeah. to listen to you. Like it's like it reminds me a little bit of like kind of like a uh, Jenny Lewis, Rilo, Rilo Kylie a little bit. Like just the kind of the vibe. I guess there's also some like really notes of like um of mice and men, yeah. of, of monsters and men. I mean, like kind of that like like the highs and like the matching of the vocals. Like yeah. just just incredible stuff. And uh, like I said, we featured them before and. Just an amazing band, and when I heard this song, I'm like, I we really got to play the song, and get it out there to our listeners for them to get a little bit more publicity for them, yeah. which they're already big, right? They toured with Not a Surf, which is one of my favorite bands of all time. And 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 you know, hey, if for for nothing else, it's just, uh, you know, maybe maybe our listeners hadn't quite heard that they put out a new single, or maybe they had never heard a seesaw before, uh, but obviously they are big already they don't yeah. need they don't need a, a, a small time podcast but we just love sharing our favorite wisconsin artists and things that we find cool uh and this is just another one of those ones that i would feel silly not uh, giving to you all uh because i enjoy it so much yeah and i own all the other mp3s from all the other albums yeah. like as soon as like i heard this stuff i was like i'm buying everything you go, yeah you go so i went on it. itunes and tick, click click got yeah. all of them yeah. but they have a really awesome backlog too so if you guys get a chance you gotta check them out but again today we're featuring seesaw pinky promise Oh, don't be 
All right. Again, Seesaw, Pinky Promise, absolutely fantastic. Buy the whole discography. It's every song is amazing. Just just throwing it it. out there. It's It's really good. I listen to it in the car all the time. It's really good. Yeah, great music. And then obviously this one, uh, we've had stuck stuck in our heads for the last like week. You know, before before we recorded, we were like checking this thing out as soon hardcore. as i heard it like i was like we gotta feature seesaw again i was like we yeah. have to put this one out there it's just such a cool song so such a great song uh great artist uh like russ said definitely reach into the 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 you know deep discography that they have too and, and find more but uh let's go ahead and jump into a beverage review uh this one it's, this one's pretty cool yeah, it's, it's awesome. kind of a not really a collab but kind of yeah, so I, as many of you maybe don't know, I shop at Aldi's all the time. It's usually where I get yeah. most of my groceries, just due to the price. And you know, we got we got a few kids we got to feed, so it's it's cheaper to get two carts of it's food. An easier there, you know? experience too. Exactly, but I came across a beer there that I really enjoyed, and I had to find out where it was made. Horse, it was, yeah, horse cum. It was called Hopping Nomad IPA, nice. which. <laughs> it was it was the hopping um, nomad IPA and uh, it was an Aldi's beer. But when I did some research, it's actually brewed at Octopi Brewing, right? And, which and is really awesome. We have featured a Octopi beer. a couple times. We have, and uh, they always make great beers. So it's cool when they can become a contract brewer and put their quality processing into you know this beer that's uh, uh, yeah. sold at Aldi and and, and is. Uh, uh, super cost efficient. As oh well. yeah, and it's a great beer for the great price. Beer. Yeah, so it's a session IPA uh, called the Hopping Mad IPA. It's four point five percent ABV, which is great because you're getting that IBV, the uh, IPA flavor, but you're not getting that super high ABV, so you're not going to get super drunk on these. Um, but yeah, I discovered this one. I mean, all these has actually pretty decent beers, and uh, I always try to research like where they come from because they're all pretty high quality, you know and I've had I've I've had almost every one that they offer currently. Well, and that so there, uh, Aldi and then I think Trader Joe's uh, both have that kind of thing where, where they, they collaborate with breweries to make right. a beer for them. Yeah, they're just contracted uh, with another brewery. They give them the recipe, um, and then the 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 brewery provides the material, and then obviously the manufacturing process. But what's cool is like like we said, you kind of get that really good craft, uh, you know, careful brewing process. For a thing that's going to, you know, be a little less expensive than what you would get at, you know, Total Wine. Yeah, and I think all these is based in Batavia, Illinois, I think. Illinois, I think, yeah. Yeah, and so I'm sure they looked around and tried to find some uh, breweries to go to, but I'm glad they went to Octopi because everything I've had... We just have so many I know. craft and microbreweries that uh, it you, you'd you be surprised at how many of your uh, uh, brews are actually contracted out to a Wisconsin brewery oh, yeah. because... We have we have so many of these uh, uh, breweries available that can push through a, a, a brew, you know, a full brew in, uh, you know, a day or two and get it into like a holding tank, a fermenter, and then uh, uh, hold it for a couple days until it's ready to be, you know, bottled or, or canned. And then it goes out to your, you know, all these or Trader Joe's or, yeah. or any of these other places that, like I said, use contracted brewers. And then this one's really nice because, like I said, it's 4.5% ABV, but you're getting that IPA flavor. So if you are a fan of IPAs, this is a great drinker, yeah. super drinkable. You're getting that, like, IPA, um, a little bit of the Cascade Chinook, I think, that little pininess to it. Right. Um, but it's, it's like, it's great because, like, you can enjoy this just like you could, um, like, a Bush Light, right? It's about the same IBA. uh, ABVs, yeah. yeah. So you're getting that IPA flavor, but not getting just horribly trashed. Yeah, yeah. That's the other thing. Like we mentioned before, you got to be careful with the 
the higher ABV they beers. They sneak up. They really do because they, they taste great, but then you know, you're not realizing that by the time you get that third one in you, the, the first one's going to catch up, and then it's just going to be this huge. So have you ever had it where you're like at a gaming night at a friend's house? You're sitting down the entire time drinking, so you don't know how drunk you really are. Yeah. And then you get up, and you're like, oh, oh shit. fuck. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what, what causes that. It's yeah. like instant. I yeah. mean, there's been times where I played like Settlers of Catan. Or oh, like, yeah, dude. And that's like a game that takes you the whole night. I know. Or like Pandemic with some friends, yeah. you know? So then like I'll be sitting there playing that, you know? Usually somebody will get a beer or something. I don't get up for a while. They're like, oh, yep. you want a beer? I'm like, yeah. So I never really get up to get a beer. Yep. Somebody else does. Sitting there drinking. You never feel the jello. Right, like, yeah. And, and then, like, you're just sitting there, and then you stand up, and you're like, oh, my goodness. It hit. I, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I, I wonder what causes that, but that's that's what happens to me when I drink IPAs at my friend's house. And la- cause, like, uh, within the last night or two, we actually played another new game uh, called The Crew, uh, like the search for Planet Nine or something oh, like cool. that. Really cool uh, game that's team-based. Uh, like, the whole crew is, is the team. So you're really working together on... There's 50 missions in this game. Cool. So you kind of like we're gonna go back over to our friend's house and play. We stopped on mission eight last uh, within the last night or two. I can't remember exactly when, but we stopped on mission eight, and so we're gonna pick back up mission nine the next time we play. Sweet. Um, but really cool game. Uh, really cheap too. It's like fourteen dollars. Um, I, I suggest everybody if you're super into gaming, uh, board game t- type stuff. The Crew, Search for Planet Nine. Super cool game. Uh, and again, it's one of those ones you can kind of sit down. Even if you are having a few drinks, it's not like you're going to forget what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's not super in-depth, like, rules-wise, but, like, each mission is different. So you kind of have to learn what the uh, what the objective is each mission. So it's really cool. Yeah, I mean, th- I'm, I'm like, huge in the board games, and they have, like, people over. Like, there's yeah. one. Have you ever played Ticket to Ride? Oh, yeah. The train one? That yes. one's awesome. And then... Uh, there's a good mobile version of that, too, that you can play with your friends uh, on each... Each person has their phone, and it links... Uh, I think via network or maybe Bluetooth. Oh, cool. But each one of you can have it on your phone and be sitting on the couch That's at awesome. different angles or whatever. Uh, but the Ticket to Ride board game version is, is super fun. It's super fun. fun. Yeah, super and then, uh, you know, I, I was into D&D in high school, but, like, you know, the games take so long to play if you're playing yeah. with somebody. But they do have a um, uh, Dungeons & Dragons Lords of Waterdeep, which is more of, like, a board game. A quicker version yeah, of it? Yeah, it's, like, a quicker version of it, so it's another fun one I do like to play. Do you have to create uh, the story? No. So, like, so what you do is like, you're basically, like, running the missions. Like, you're sending the people out to do the missions for you to get gold and stuff. So you're basically, like... But you don't have a game master... In, no, in this no. in this version, you play as like a baron, and you're sending people out on to Got do it. the Dungeons and Dragons missions to get cool. money and stuff back. And it's just it's a lot easier than playing the full D and D game. Yeah, right? I mean, and that's another one that we're gonna we're gonna feature D and D on a, oh, on a yeah. future episode. Is, uh, Gary Gygax, yeah, Gygax, Gygax is, uh, from Lake yeah. Geneva. Yep, um, yeah, exactly. And, and they they are the ones who created it. And, yeah. Uh, uh, again, I mean, shit the um the 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 show. The, the big show on Netflix, uh, Stranger Things. Oh, yeah. Basically, yeah. that's oh, what those yeah, kids are sure. playing, dude. It's like, it's like the modern version of the Goonies. Yeah. It's such an awesome it's show. It's rad. It's rad. But no, I, enough to get too nerdy on you guys. Um, Yeah, we're going to head into our uh, infamous... How many locals? Grab a seat, gather around, join us for a chat. How many locals you have? 
Alright folks, you know what that means. It's that time for how many locos you at. And we got a one we pulled from the archives that's just too yeah. good not to share with you guys. Yeah, we're not exactly sure what year this one is from, but we know it's a little I older. I know it was, a, it, was, it was quite a few years ago because I remember yeah, hearing about this. Yeah, mid, mid-2000s for sure, but uh, too good not to share. We believe this one is uh, uh, like a kind of like a, a maybe a, a county fair kind of a situation. Somebody, yeah, yeah. Somebody drove uh, a a cruising cooler is what they're called, but uh, it's a motorized beer cooler, uh, and they ended up getting a DUI. So the the story <laughs> goes: a man was arrested and charged with a DWI. Uh, aggravated, unlicensed operation of a motor vehicle. Uh, obviously, you can't uh, 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 license uh, a a cooler, right? Right. But it's got a motor, wheels, and handlebar, so it it consider it's considered a motorized vehicle. And so this individual uh, was operating this uninsured motor vehicle and was. <laughs> Uh, uh, driving drunk, and uh, it happened to be this cruising cooler. It had about 14 beers inside, the police uh, reported. Not but, bad, not bad. But because it has wheels, handlebars, and you sit on top of this cooler and uh, whatever, it's uh, it's it's considered that motorized vehicle, but, you know, the beer is close right at hand. So, I mean, it's, yeah. it's neat, but you can't really drive this on the road or sidewalks because right. you're going to get nailed. Like you said, I wonder if he's running around like a fairgrounds or like something and he might have just got right. too reckless with it and the cops are like that. So we got to do like something a, about it because I've seen these before. Or at like a, a flea market or That's something. That's what I was thinking, like know? a flea market or a yeah. car swap or something. Yes. You know That's what I mean? That's actually probably closer. Yeah. It's probably one of the, like the Jefferson swap meet Yeah, like a Bud thing. Light or Budweiser in there. And yeah. it actually just says Wisconsin. We don't have the exact location. Yeah. But uh, I'm guessing that's kind of what it was, a fair or like car swap yep. or like yeah, livestock that, or something like a uh, tractor pull oh yeah for sure <laughs> but I'm, and i'm guessing like normally you could be okay with it but because he's probably driving like an asshole he's just like you know what i gotta do something about this so the cop pulled him over in a cooler <laughs> yeah higher end higher end dui too i mean i think they said that uh, the the individual was somewhere near the point two range so, so he's good he's been he's cranking. in there there might have been 20 beers in that cooler those are gone it, yeah point. well i was just gonna say there probably was a full There's, 30 rack oh, full 30 rack and he's he, down to 14 he, he's now down to 14 <laughs> bruises these. But uh, I've seen these like actually at like uh, flea markets and stuff. Yeah, like, people you probably ride get them, them at Harbor Freight. No, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But you like a lot of people keep watering them when they're driving around. You know, instead of driving a little rascal looking like a geriatric, say, you can get a little. Uh, yeah, instead of instead of driving like a you know one of the handicap mobility scooters, you can you know drive around this cooler and then. Like you said, you've got the water, the, the water, the you. whatever cooling uh, refreshments case, you need. So. In this case, yeah, unfortunately, Brewskis. beers, and uh, he shouldn't have been the one operating it. Obviously, um, so we do have like some information, not an age, but we know it's in Wisconsin. We know he had fourteen beers it's like left. Point two three. Point two three. So he, he's definitely been cranking some light brews. I'm guessing been, Bud Light in this case. He's like, been hitting the hard, uh, the 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 light beers hard. Or maybe it was, you know, actually it might have been in Slinger Speedway in like the pit stop or something. I could, could see that. I could see that for oh, sure. Oh, down in the pits, yeah. Yeah, I could see that yeah. for sure. But uh, so, do you have a number on this one? I mean, we got the limit. We have uh, just Wisconsin man. And and nothing nothing too crazy. He didn't he didn't get in an accident or anything, I think. I think he was probably just driving reckless and the cop got fed right. up with it. It's kind of exactly. what, what happens. So. And maybe people called him in and said he's, you know, on the sidewalk and he's trying to run people over or something. Who so, knows? I mean, I don't think he was, like, super effed up, to be honest with you. Like, I think yeah. I have a number on this one. Do you want to go on three and see what you got here? Yeah, absolutely. Three, two, one. Thirteen. Eight. Eight. I was thinking eight, a little yeah. lower on the scale. I just think he was having a good time, a little buzzed up. I mean, we could just I we mean, can meet somewhere in the middle. Right? I would, I would actually feel let's 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 hit uh, like the ten. Let's hit a ten loco on this one. Yeah. But no, man, I 
actually after hearing this, I kind of want to get a motorized cooler. Like now like, I'm kind of looking into awesome. the motorized cooler thing. I, I like I knew they existed and I've seen them before, but I haven't seen one in a while. Like we said, I we pulled this one out of the archives. Yeah. So it's been a while. I can't afford no WI. I don't want one. So um, but, I'm definitely not going to keep this thing on the road. But even for like tackle, like for fishing, you can just ride it out to your location and fishing right, and stuff. Right. It's freaking sweet. Definitely a cool uh, a cool product. We don't condone driving yeah, it. Yeah, definitely don't be sipping to, some brewskis and getting wild yeah. with it. The cops probably will do something about that. And, so. hey, it's important to note, you still can get an OWI on a motorized or even a non-motorized seen, thing. We've seen snowmobiles, UTVs, bikes, bikes lawnmowers, lawnmowers. We've lawnmowers. seen it on, like, a lot of things. Yeah. But, uh, Eric, do you want to sell the gavel? We got uh, 10 locos today. All right, that concludes this episode of Wisconsin Drunken History Podcast. If you enjoyed this vulgar display of Wisconsin, please like and subscribe on whatever streaming platform you prefer. And remember to hit the bell on YouTube to be notified when we release new content. Also, if you have any suggestions or ideas for future episodes, please send us an email at widrunkenhistory at gmail.com or head over to our Facebook and Instagram pages. Thanks again for listening. And remember, as always, watch out for deer on your way home.